the different ways in which people approach uh, calamities or problems have a powerful influence over how they're resolved. And one of the things that we discovered in working with police uh, in particular was that there tended to be a framing of uh, events, particularly involving the use of force, that tended to be very much about the transactional relationship between an officer and uh, a citizen. In a world filled with chaos and a myriad of risks, there is opportunity. You're listening to Riding the Wave, project management for emergency managers, where we discuss how we adapt and rise above those rolling waves of hazards and threats we face and rise to the top. And now your host, the president of Pinnacle Performance Management, Andrew Boyarski. Mark Chubb is the Chief Resilience Officer for Manitou Northwest LLC and a Senior Fire Protection Consultant with Telgene Corporation. He is the former Chief Fire Officer of Christchurch, New Zealand. During his tenure there, Mark worked closely with the leaders of eight local governments in the Canterbury region to develop, implement, and evaluate comprehensive emergency management plans for all hazards and all risks. Mark's consulting work for Fortune 100 corporations focuses on risk management and hazard mitigation within their own facilities and across their supply chain partners. My observations here uh, revolve uh, particularly around my experience in Bangladesh. Uh, many of you will recall that in April of 2013, uh, the nation experienced uh, what many consider the worst industrial accident, at least in terms of loss of lives uh, by workers in uh, world history. Uh, more than 1,100 factory workers were killed and 2,500 were injured when uh, the Rana Plaza factory uh, collapsed in uh, Shabar outside Dhaka. Uh, in the aftermath of that disaster and a string of other disasters involving uh, fire incidents in factories, uh, world um, opinion really turned against uh, what they saw as a sweatshop culture in Bangladesh and uh, labor organizations and Fortune 100 companies doing business in Bangladesh found them, themselves under intense pressure to implement reform measures uh, independent of government action to improve regulation. And we found there over uh, the course of uh, implementing uh, fire safety structural and electrical standards was that the more we could align our uh, approach to the business models of these uh, enterprises not just the uh, brands and buyers of garments, but with the production enterprises in the country, uh, the more we can align those with total quality management and processes they were familiar with, the more uh, readily they would accept and adopt these practices. And as you can see from uh, Dr. Jones' four-step process, uh, anybody who's familiar with quality management programs will be familiar with this four-step process which is at its core uh, from New Zealand embedded in ISO 31000, uh, which uh, takes its origins from a New Zealand standard on risk management. So what we're seeing now is that ISO 9001, 14001, 31000, and now an occupational uh, health and safety standard, ISO 45001, are all adopting this four-step process. Mark went on to discuss how the implementation of safety procedures and empowering employees had practical implications for increasing factory safety in Bangladesh. Right, our experience in Bangladesh again really underscored the importance of empowering leadership at every level. 
uh, about a year into our remediation effort in factories, and we were trying to improve conditions, physical working conditions, in about 3,500 export-oriented export factories. We were at a point where compliance with the retrospective physical improvement measures was still very low, uh, perhaps 20% or less. But we'd seen a dramatic shift in experience. Uh, from We went from a, a, an experience of uh, serious fires with multiple deaths and injuries uh, on an annual basis and a frequency of fires of almost one a day to a frequency of only uh, one or two a month uh, within a year of implementing these procedures because of uh, the front-loaded emphasis on uh, training and individual development within each factory. So empowering employees as well as factory owners to take uh, concrete measures uh, played a powerful role in changing the culture within the organization and making uh, the operations far more resilient. Mark discussed how focusing on shared values as opposed to large amounts of data and reciprocity of trust between government agencies and the community increases the whole community's resilience and the ability to bounce back from crisis. You know, one of the things that uh, emerged from uh, my research uh, into how organizations cope, and, and this particular uh, diagram comes out of work I did in 2008 with uh, the Portland Police Bureau. Uh, Portland uh, had experienced a number of officer-involved shootings, and I was in the process of uh, doing some significant internal reflection, uh, which eventually resulted in a, a consent decree with the U.S. Department of Justice. One of the things that I found in working with senior police commanders and people in the community is that the, the disagreements about the way in which crises are framed, the different ways in which people approach uh, calamities or problems, have a powerful influence over how they're resolved. And one of the things that we discovered in working with police uh, in particular was that there tended to be a framing of uh, events, particularly involving the use of force, that tended to be very much about the transactional relationship between an officer and uh, a citizen, uh, a suspect, whether they were uh, suspected of committing a crime or whether there was some other uh, cause for the engagement. Uh, and in those situations, police officers were often framing the situation as an authoritarian conflict, a conflict between an officer giving instructions and uh, a citizen or person complying. The organization on the other hand, or the community on the other hand, was framing them very, very differently and uh, saw officer-involved shootings, particularly involving uh, people of color, minorities, uh, the mentally vulnerable, uh, as uh, breaching the social contract, um, not reflecting uh, a shared sense of value of the dignity of every human person and so on. What we found in looking at this is that uh, as the organization, as police officers tried to resolve conflict with the community, they defaulted towards releasing large amounts of information about the incidents uh, in which use of force uh, had produced a bad outcome. And in most cases, that didn't resolve the crisis. It only made matters worse because it provided people with data upon which they could base, uh, reinforce their existing biases. What we found is that because the organizations didn't have a clear understanding of how to move from shared value to shared values and translate aspirations into expectations, 
they had a difficult time bringing themselves back to equilibrium. And uh, as a result of this, we found that uh, it's really important uh, for folks in the community, folks in an organization, to find that alignment between trust and reciprocity so that it's less, it's not purely transactional. It's based on an expectation of consistency, but it's also uh, a revelation of competence, consistent, competent performance. Uh, and as a result of that, what we've done is developed a model for understanding how to characterize the responses of different participants in a crisis, different stakeholders, so that leaders can do more of the, the work that's required of them in that previous slide. You may find out more information at www.pinnacleperformancemanagement.com. At Riding the Wave, we like to get your feedback, and you may contact me directly at my email address, andrew at pinnacleperformancemanagement.com. Thanks for listening, and come back soon for our next podcast. You've been listening to Riding the Wave, hosted by Andrew Boyarski, President of Pinnacle Performance Management and Clinical Associate Professor in Emergency and Project Management at NYU and John Jay College. All thoughts are his own.